Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Pay attention to what happens next. Starting your day the right way. Shall we begin? It's the morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff on Pure Country 94. Sophie off again today. Battling away, so get well soon, Soph. All right, here we go into the uh, 6 o'clock hour. Boy, those show up early, don't they? <laughs> Coming up this hour, the uh, we'll be talking about actually L. King spilling the beans on uh, another country star, actually calling him an a-hole. And it's out who it is, so we're going to talk about that this hour. Aye, aye, aye. Plus... Three things is coming up in just a moment. We're going to talk about the LRT and why it's so slow. It's password changing day. We'll tell you what not to do. And five things to look forward to in February. I, we found five things, honestly. <laughs> one, two, three. Jeff's three things. Thing one, if you've taken the LRT recently, it seems a little slower than usual. You're not imagining things. Trains were traveling slower on some sections of the Confederation line on Monday. It's been confirmed. Customers reported similar slow speeds yesterday. The reason, in short, the snow buildup is interfering with the snow, snow uh, with the train's detection system. Okay, so just another thing add to the pile. It's almost like these trains were not designed for winter. All right, thing two. Today is National Change Your Password Day, so do it, but don't change it to password two. Okay. <laughs> But it's a good idea to go ahead and change it. I think now we're asking for 34 different characters, symbols, uh, sign language. I think you have to do a dance that is uh, interpretive as well. Uh, and you have to remember it for 55 different apps. Uh, and finally, thing three. Five things to look forward to in this very short month. I can't believe it, but there are things to look forward to. Uh, obviously, Super Bowl is coming up. That's next Sunday, not this one coming up but next sunday the date if you're into daytona 500 that's happening february 19th so lots of sports the new york fashion week starts next friday the grammys are this sunday um in theaters 80 for brady opens friday titanic returns to theaters for its 25th anniversary if you want to watch a woman not give an obvious uh, spot on a door for a man and he dies all right, uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance is coming, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Cocaine Bear. All those movies coming to the theaters. And finally, the holidays. Obviously, Valentine's Day on the 14th for the Tebe concert, so don't miss that at Ogonquin Commons. Details at purecountry94.com. It's also Black History Month. And tomorrow, we get to celebrate a rodent, Groundhog Day. The one thing I will say about Groundhog Day, it's nice because you do feel like you're allowed to think about spring at least. <laughs> it's just beginning. And that's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. So if you're on TikTok, you might have seen the 100 envelope challenge or envelope. I don't know what you say. The hashtag has accumulated more than 160 million views. Now, there's lots of different versions, but here's the idea. Every single day, you take 100 envelopes and every single day, you put a different amount of money into them, right? Starting at $1. First day is $1. Second day is $2. And on the 100th day, when you put $100 in, you'll have $5,050 in your 100 envelopes. That's pretty cool, right? In just 100 days, you have $5,000. It's totally amazing. What, what a cool concept. Wow, TikTok's really figured it out. Except there are some problems <laughs> that we're not thinking about. Yeah, all we're thinking about is the first like 10 or 20 days. That's easy. Sure, maybe, depending. But uh, 
Do you have five thousand extra dollars in three months? If you don't, you can't do it. It's not even possible. Like it's backloaded. So it's workable for the first few weeks, but by the final week, you'll need six hundred and seventy-nine dollars, which is a you know close to a hundred dollars a day, of course. Uh, in the last twenty-five days, I did a calculation: twenty-two hundred and seventy-five dollars. So it, if you can just put that aside in a month, then I don't think you need to save much money. You're doing all right. Just like yeah, twenty-two hundred bucks. Just psh, so you're all right. You don't really need to save in this way. Uh, also, having a bunch of envelopes around the house <laughs> with cash in them, not the safest, and you're earning no interest on it. Now, the experts have said the 100 envelope challenge actually can be improved. What you do is number the 100 envelopes the same way, one through 100, and then mix them up and at random pick out two envelopes every week and then put those amounts aside so you might get like a 92 and a four so you got to put away 96 dollars that week at the end of a year you'll have your five thousand dollars now almost everyone can do that so that's a pretty good plan uh, especially if you're looking at going on vacation or you could just put away a flat amount every month into an interest savings account of some sort or investment <laughs> but if it's uh i don't know if it's too hard to do that way maybe the 100 envelope challenge is your way to go if you like to spend money on 100 envelopes and waste them. I don't know why that's easier, but it is, apparently. Selfie and Jeff, the podcast. Okay, so this is a crazy story from L. King. Um, So she has a new album out, and it's called Come Get Your Wife. But now we know exactly why it's called that. Chris Young is the reason it's called that. Elle has previously shared that while in a verbal argument with someone, an unnamed person yelled to her fiancé and told him, come get your wife, which is what Elle named her new album. While leaving his name out of the story, Elle shared that story on Instagram, referring to him as a famous a-hole. She didn't, she didn't shorten it. <laughs> I guess the altercation went down while Chris Young and Elle King were filming Blake Shelton and Carson Daly's new show, Barmageddon. Back in April of last year, the two were playing against each other, and according to a witness, Elle was winning and talking a little trash, just like everybody else was. Uh, And the source that Page Six is uh, quoting says, I can't hold my tongue about how that country singer Chris Young treated Elle King. He talked to her, down to her because she's a woman. I'm sure the network will cut it up to make him not look that bad. But once she started kicking his butt in the bar games and talking trash like the guys were doing, he couldn't take it anymore. He was seeing red. And they added, he called her names and then even yelled over her head to a guy who was with her that he better come get your wife. What was he even going to do? So stupid. The whole crew and saw and heard it. So it was no secret. And... Elle referred to him as an a-hole, so is Chris Young not a nice person? Mm. Or is this all just heated and kind of poking fun? I don't know. It sounds like, I mean, I watched the Instagram video. It's up there right now on her Instagram, just talking about him. Uh, It seems like it's not that friendly. (laughs) So there you have it. Chris Young, uh, well, maybe he's just bad. You know the, the people who flip the table at Monopoly? He could just be that guy. (laughs) or maybe he's got anger issues. I don't know, but uh, L. King, not a Chris Young fan. Holy. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. A little fun coming our way at 7.30 on a Would You Rather Wednesday. We'll give you a conundrum um, that isn't, you know, it's all fake and fun. (laughs) So we will have a little fun with that. Plus, a useless question is coming up in just a moment. Talking about workers. It's all coming up. 
and you could win yourself a $100 voucher for a lot of 649 tickets. This could be your lucky day. You never know. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Here we go for your chance at a $100 Lotto 649 voucher. This is your useless question today. 94, 94, 94 standard rate supply if you want to text it in or 613-750-9494 if you think you know. 96% of workers are doing this in 2023. All right. 96% of workers are doing this in 2023. Simple. 94, 94, 94 standard rates may apply or 613-750-9494 if you know the answer to this useless question. 96% of workers are doing this in 2023. Good luck. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. Seemed like a pretty easy one, but turns out there were a lot of options. 96% of workers are doing this in 2023 is the useless question. Not wearing masks is a good guess. Going into the office, taking a vacation, taking their lunch. Getting a raise was a popular one. 96% of workers are doing this in 2023. Working from home, paying income tax, taking more sick days, using all their vacation days. That's a good one. I'm using them all. Uh, Doing more in-person meetings is not correct, but a good guess. Working less, complaining more. (laughs) Trying to avoid meetings. Taking mental health days, says Paul. 96% of workers are doing this in 2023. Only working as hard as they get paid. No extra work for zero recognition. That's from Kiana. No. It's a pretty simple one. And we did get the answer. From Caitlin St. Michael. Uh, oh, Catlin, excuse me. She already corrected me in the text. 96% of workers are doing this in 2023. Catlin says, looking for a new job. Yes, looking for a new job is correct. Catlin, congratulations. You've got yourself a $100 Lotto Max or Lotto 649 voucher. And maybe if you win, you won't ever have to work again or look for a new job. But there you have it. Uh, yeah, looking for another job. And people are mostly looking for another job for the money. That's what they're after. Anyway, that is your useless question today. That's almost everyone. 96% of workers looking for a new job this year. Wow. That is something. (laughs) Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. We goof around on Wednesdays because it's the middle of the week and why not? Would you rather Wednesday today with maybe the silliest question ever, but one you really got to do a deep think about. So would you rather have a terrible haircut for a year or let your kid pick out your clothes for a year. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Tough call. Let's see. Terrible haircut. Like, terrible. Let's see. You go through a year of that. Or your kid picks out your clothes. I'm going to... I think I'm going to go with kid picks out the clothes because they've got to get it right sometimes. But, you know... The problem is then when you tell them they can't have something they want or you send them to your room, they're going to make you go to work like a clown the next day. Hmm. Are you allowed to tell people what the situation is? (laughs) Oh, my God. We've all had terrible haircuts, right? You want to go through a year of that? Maybe it's better than, you know, mixing pink and red (laughs) because your three-year-old said, this is pretty. I don't know. Let me know. 94, 94, 94 standard rates may apply. Would you rather have a terrible haircut for a year or let your kid pick out your clothes for a year? You can call me too. 613-750-9494. I wonder what Sophie would pick. I think she'd go bad clothes. clothes. Although she loves clothes. But uh, hair is just so part of your look. I, it's just impossible. What do you think? 94, 94, 94 
Standard rates may apply. Would you rather have a terrible haircut for a year or let your kid pick out your clothes for a year? Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Would you rather have a bad haircut for a year or let your kids choose your outfit for a year? Hmm. <laughs> this is a tough one today. And silly, of course. Pretty fun one. Uh, this person says, 100%, I'd rather the bad haircut. It's easy to hide bad hair under a hat or in a ponytail. All right, fair enough. Just keep uh, kidding yourself. They would dress you like a clown daily. When you say no, it would probably only happen once. Remember, for a year, you have absolutely no control over what you wear. A bad haircut can be covered with a hat, says Judy. A lot of people going with the hat, ponytail, or whatever. Hmm. This person says, pick up my clothes. Plato's closet? No. Demon child's closet. I'd make a whole Instagram for the look of the day. Hashtag wax style. <laughs> Love this one. Give your kid a chance. Let them dress you up for a year. Parents always dress the kids. What do we get? What do we got to lose? Uh, everything, but okay. This person saying, they wear what we put on them. Yeah, we bought it, and it's not a democracy. At least not in my house. Of course, now you know what it's like growing up with me. <laughs> Can you imagine, honestly? They're like, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, you should uh, wear shorts in the winter because you said I couldn't have a chocolate bar. Yeah, I'm not I'm not into it. I love this text. Let my non-existent kids pick out my clothes for a year. <laughs> uh, this one says, definitely let my one-year-old pick out my clothes, says Courtney. Terrible haircut because it would be consistent. Great text from Brockville. Are we allowed to wear a hat? Yeah, you can wear a hat. Why not? But you got to wear a hat all year. This person says, I don't have kids, but I always wanted kids, but I would let them pick my clothes. Okay, Brianna. And a lot of people saying, hey, you can blame it on your kids. So it's fine. Just come, yeah, I'm doing this thing where I'm letting my kids dress me. And people are like, okay. <laughs> You'll get the weird smiles, but maybe that's the way to go. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. And so Would You Rather Wednesday. And the question today is, would you rather have a bad haircut for an entire year or let your children dress you for an entire year? Getting some great responses. Hey, Andrea on Facebook says, my daughter's 14, and I like what she wears 99% of the time, so I'll go with her dressing me for a year. Okay, okay. I'm just saying, don't forget, if things aren't going well, she can get revenge. <laughs> uh, Felicia says, haircut. I wear hats most of the time anyway. Karina, my clothes. My kids have a great sense of style. Krista says, haircut all the way, so it's a 50-50 at this point. Uh, on text, my eight-year-old has a style. I'll let her pick my outfit. Okay. Eight-year-old, that's trust. That's real trust. And this text says, I'll let my kid pick my clothes. I wear a uniform to work, and my social life is limited. I can rock a year of weird mixes. <laughs> yeah, you can just own it. Just be the eccentric work, like eccentric dresser at work, right? Okay. If you had a bad haircut over and over again, would people start to accept that as like a new thing? Could you start something like a bad haircut vibe going on at work or whatever? I don't think so. Maybe not. <laughs> like I, when, I, when I say bad haircut, I picture like getting the head shaved in like a reverse mohawk, just at one stripe down the middle. Do I want to do that or let my kid dress me? I think I'm going to let my kid dress me. In the end, I'm going to let him, even though I know there will be days where he wants to be evil to me. I probably deserve it. That's okay. I mean, I don't dress particularly well anyway. What, are you going to stray from the hoodies? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be okay. What do you think? You can jump on our socials on this Would You Rather Wednesday or text us at 94-94-94, standard rate supply. Uh, would you rather have a bad haircut all year long 
or let your kids dress you for that entire year. One or the other. Let me know. Just for fun. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Heading into the 8 o'clock hour, uh, we're going to talk about your favorite poverty meals. What are you making on the cheap? I'm just looking for meal ideas, actually, at this point. Maybe you can help me with it. <laughs> That's coming up this hour. Plus three things in case you missed it. Um, L. King calls out a big country star for being a a-hole. Her words, not mine. Uh, plus, the three trendiest baby names of 2022 were inspired by a famous TV show. We'll share them with you. And is Paul Rudd a vampire? This guy does not age. All those things coming up in three things. First, though, we're going to try and give away a thousand bucks in the thousand dollar minute. Pure country. Pure country. Ninety four's thousand dollar minute. Thomas Drache is on the line and ready to play the thousand dollar minute. Uh, you've played this so long in the car before. Yes, of course. And uh, you're rocking it every single day when you're not on the radio, right? Oh, almost, almost every single day. <laughs> all right, Thomas. Well, I got 10 questions here. If you answer them all correctly in one minute on the radio, you'll get a thousand bucks just like that. If not, it's 10 bucks for every uh, question you do get correct. Here's a couple things to keep in mind. If you don't know the answer to something, you can pass and we'll come back to it, but only if there's time. And the first thing you say is the answer I have to accept. Are you ready, Thomas? Yes, sir. This is your thousand dollar minute in three, two, one. What is the name of the famous groundhog in Wyerton, Ontario? What movie with little yellow? What movie has little yellow mischief makers starring Steve Carell? Uh, Minions. During a leap year, how many days are there in February? Twenty-nine. What clothing company uses a crocodile as its logo? Uh, uh, when do the Grammys air this year? Oh my goodness! Pass. Who is the mayor of Ottawa? Uh, oh my! It used to be Jim Jim Watson. What do koalas eat? Bamboo. What park is Pink Lake in? What park is uh, Gatineau Park? Who is pictured on the Canadian ten dollar bill? Uh, Sir John A. Macdonald. What is the capital of the United States? Washington D.C. What is the name of the famous groundhog in Wyerton, Ontario? Oh goodness, I have no idea. Pass. What clothing company uses a crocodile as its logo? Um, polo. When do the Grammys air this year? Pick a day. Um, oh, out of time. All right. Couldn't make it. Couldn't make it. Well, it's a tough one, huh, Thomas? Yeah, yeah, that was a tough one for sure. We're going to go through it and see how you did here. Uh, hey. Famous groundhog in Wyerton, Ontario, Wyerton Willie. Wyerton Willie, all right. He'll tell us whether or not we have a long winter ahead of us or an early spring, I guess, if you believe in rodents. Okay. Uh, that happens tomorrow on Groundhog Day. All right, so uh, question two was, what movie with little has Little Yellow Mischief Makers and stars Steve Carell? Minions is correct. During a leap year, how many days are there in February? You are quick with it. 29 is correct. What clothing company uses a crocodile as its logo? Lacoste, not Polo. There you go. When did the Grammys air this year? It's Sunday. Does anyone care about award shows at all, ever anymore? I don't think so. Uh, I'm not surprised you didn't know. I didn't either. Who is the mayor of Ottawa? Not Jim Watson. His name is Mark Sutcliffe, is our right. latest mayor. What do koalas eat? You said bamboo. They eat eucalyptus leaves. What park is Pink Lake in? You knew it was Gatineau Park. Putting you on the board again. Uh, who is pictured on the Canadian $10 bill? Viola Desmond. She's a black Nova Scotian who uh, stood up to theater owners uh, who are segregating people. So it's Black History Month. Just a little a little fun there. But nobody even uses money anymore, so we can't even learn these things. <laughs> so crazy. I thought about reaching for a $10 bill, but I wouldn't have one. Right, on exactly. And finally, what is the capital of the United States? You got it. You finish it off nice and strong with Washington, D.C. In the end, it was 40 bucks, Thomas. All right. Thanks, buddy.
Okay, thank you. Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute. Tomorrow morning at 8 on the Morning Pickup. One, two, three. Jeff's Three Things. Wait till you hear what L. King said about Chris Young. We'll get to that story in just a moment. First, though, Paul Rudd never gets older, and I think he's a vampire, but there are other theories. <laughs> he finally revealed his secret to his eternal youth. Eight hours of sleep. Thanks, tips. All right. In the interview for Men's Health, he said, uh, of course, it's eight hours of sleep, then diet, then weights, then cardio. The most part of tra- important part of training is sleep. People will set their alarm and then sleep for four hours, and then they'll get up so that they can train. They're doing themselves a disservice. I get up. And I have a cup of coffee, and then I do cardio before I eat anything. I never would have done that before. I lift weights, hopefully, at least three times a week. All right. He's well aware that all of that sounds tough, but he insists it's not because he finds a routine comforting. Exercising and having a good diet makes him feel like an imposter when playing, less like an imposter than playing Ant-Man. Uh, he eats eggs every day, a lot of salmon, drinks protein shakes that are just protein and water, no fruit. That's how Paul Rudd Sits around at 53 years old, looking like he's 30, right? Okay, that's how he's doing it. Um, guys, genetics, too, as well. All right, thing two. The three trendiest baby names of 2022 were inspired by your favorite show and mine, Yellowstone. All right? A new study looked at which TV shows inspired the most baby names last year, and the top three names are all from Yellowstone. Dutton, Rip, and Case. No one is surprised. <laughs> oh, man. Three other names for the show also ranked high. Laramie, Walker, and Tate. So there you go. Everybody's, uh, nobody's taking those names to the train station, if you know what I mean. All right, finally, thing three. This story, man, in case you missed it, L. King calls out Chris Young. And she didn't exactly mean to, but it was going to come out anyway. She previously shared that while in a verbal argument with someone, that unnamed person yelled for her fiancé and told him, come get your wife, which is what Elle named her new album. Kind of a, you know, (laughs) screw you to the person. Um, She left his name out of the story, but she did share this story on Instagram recently, referring to him as a famous a-hole. Page six reports that the altercation went down while Chris Young and Elle King were filming Blake Shelton and Carson Daly's new USA Network show Barmageddon back in April of last year. Now the two were playing against each other and she was trash talking just like all the guys do. And Chris Young couldn't take it, according to this source, was just beside himself, got really angry in front of everybody. Now he says that probably the show won't show that. They'll cut it just to make him look good. But the whole crew and set saw it happen. So that's the famous a-hole that L was referring to, according to this unnamed source, Chris Young is the Monopoly table flipper, the checkers smasher. (laughs) He is an angry man in competition. Couldn't take it. I don't know. Is he a jerk all around? I don't know if he has anger issues or if he just shouldn't play board games on TV. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. I want to talk about poverty meals. (laughs) You get to it the end of the month or whatever. And you're like, oh boy. And you're just looking around. You don't want to go shopping. You don't, maybe you don't have the money to go shopping. What are you eating uh, out of laziness and out of saving money? All right. Grocery prices are crazy right now. I get it. Now, there's something I make out of this list. A lot of people have been sharing this already. So instant noodles, all right, are on there. And ramen are on there. That's in my house right now. Ramen. And not uh, not out of cheapness, although that was a bonus. My kid's like, I kind of want to try ramen. <laughs> Okay, Uh, there you go. Uh, Of course, KD, right? KD, sometimes people get crazy and get fancy and cut in some hot dogs. 
Whoa. Okay, slow down there, Jeeves. Um, okay, what else is on there? I mean, the classic grilled cheese and tomato soup. That is there. We can fill this in. Text me at 949494. Standard rates may apply. Or you can call me 613-750-9494. What is your poverty meal? <laughs> Mine is glop. I didn't know there was a name for this. But uh, when I'm desperate, you grab a cream, uh, cream of mushroom soup can, sliced green onion, cooked rice, little garlic salt in there, shredded chicken could be added in if you have the cash. And uh, a lot of people said their mom called it glop because of how it plops out of the plate with a spoon-shaped lump. Oh, God. It looks disgusting. But, man, for some reason, it's stick to the ribs good, you know? Uh, there are others. Maybe you can share. 94, 94, 94. Standard rates may apply. What is your go-to poverty meal? Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. So I've been asking what your go-to poverty meal is, and I've been sharing mine. But got called out on text. Not cool to call it a poverty meal. Some people are facing the situation every single day. However, our lazy go-to cheap meal is eggs and beans. All right? I take your point. You're right. We won't call it a poverty meal, but I think that referring to cheap meals as lazy puts people who are in a poverty situation, I mean, I might not call it lazy. Uh, Let's just call it our budget meal. Okay, what is your go-to budget meal? Um, I like that, though. Eggs and beans. Oh, like, uh, you know, like beans and tomato sauce? Uh, What are we talking about here? That sounds good. Or like the... Whatever, the Heinz beans. Oh, yeah. I'm all about it. Beans on toast. Good for that, too. This one says it's either butter noodles with parm cheese or rice cooked with can of tuna. Remember that one? We already talked about it. Uh, KD with ground beef. It's cheaper than hamburger helper. All right. All right. That's a good go-to budget meal. These are all uh, super filling, too, I might might add. We make fried ground beef and onions, mix it in cooked rice, put in bowls, and put soy sauce in it. My kids ask for it all the time. (laughs) It's so weird. You put a lot of effort into your meals, and then you make something, like, simple and dumb, and your kids are like, oh, it's the best. You're like, oh, great. What am I doing all this effort for? What's your go-to budget meal? Spaghetti, a.k.a. random random noodles with a dollar can of spaghetti sauce, no meat. I get fancy when I add seasonings. (laughs) Lynn says, beans with wieners, cheap and good for you. Mmm. A lot of protein in there. Ground beef, rice, and Campbell's mushroom soup mix. We call it goulash. Yeah, we talked about that. You put all kinds of things. In. It's A lot of people refer to it as glop because that's what it does when it comes off the spoon onto the plate. Oh, boy. Uh, this person says pasta, spaghetti with parm cheese and garlic, chicken burger topped with, uh, oh, okay, spaghetti with Parmesan cheese, and then garlic chicken burger topped with marinara sauce. That sounds a bit too fancy for this. That's a lot of effort. I mean, I need a five-minute two-step Super cheap meal, please. What's your go-to budget meal? Nutella on toast with banana slices on top. First of all, Nutella, by the ounce, is worth more than gold, I think. Holy smokes. I love it. Beans and hot dogs. Add some bacon if you want to get fancy, right? Uh, Also, your budget meal, ground beef, pasta, and a can of tomatoes. There's a lot of these. These are good. Pierogies. Oh, man, so good. Pierogies. Yes, please. Keep sharing them. It's up on Facebook, too, if you want to share some ideas. And get us through February, please. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. What is your go-to budget meal? Looking for ideas because life's expensive. And someone uh, called out the other person who said eggs um, and beef. Was it eggs and beef? Yeah. Anybody who says eggs or beef, what are you talking about? These things are worth their weight in gold. True. Like, what is the deal? Holy. Um, Kids Alphagetti getting a vote here on budget meals. Life's expensive. You just need to get it done. Uh, microwave baked potato with salsa and cheese. Um, yeah, I like that baked is in quotations here because it's not really baked, but still 
That's a good. That's going in my repertoire. Microwave baked potato with salsa and cheese. We put this up on our Facebook page as well. I had a couple of cheeky comments here. One saying, uh, <laughs> "Going to bed for dinner savings." <laughs> Please eat. Uh, Andy saying, "I remember eating lettuce and ketchup for a couple of weeks when I was a student. I was desperate. Desperate times for students. I mean, literally living off hot dogs and noodles and like, you know, ramen." Peanut butter was like your friend. You could actually feel full, but not expensive peanut butter. What's your go-to kind of budget meal? Something that, you know, you're tight on money end of the month, you know, paycheck's not in yet. You're just grabbing whatever out of the cupboards or freezer. Give us some ideas trying to do a little share here where you don't have to struggle to figure out what the heck we're going to eat. It's a big argument. And usually the kids love it. That's what we're learning as well. The kids are like totally into it. (laughs) <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, I just threw together what I call beefaroni. And the kids are like, oh, amazing. I'm like, great. Glad I put all the effort into the salmon last week. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Jeff's three things. Let's get right to it. Tom Brady took to Twitter and put up this video. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors, I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. There you go, Tom Brady jumping in and retiring for real. I believe him this time. Still emotional. Uh, And a mini essay. (laughs) Guess you do get two. All right, Super Bowl is coming up. And look, what are you gonna be eating? Tons of people eat the worst foods ever which is the really part of it i love it okay apparently uh chips and beer have risen in price so you want to grab another another order of wings instead of filling up the chip bowl i guess wings in certain parts in certain areas are 22 percent cheaper than they were in 2022 i wonder if this is a american survey <laughs> all right so there you go of people said chicken wings were the best food to bring to a Super Bowl party. That's what you want to eat. Chicken wings. I'm in. Sounds good to me. All right, and finally, thing three. Seth Rogen has teamed up with Airbnb to offer a night at an artistic retreat in L.A. where he'll actually hang with you and do some pottery. Oh, you're probably going to get high with him. Let's be real. I mean, honestly. Now, for the record, the listing says no cannabis-based products will be made available or provided to guests during the stays, but it doesn't say you can't bring your own or that he won't. Uh, it's kind of crazy. So if you want to hang with Seth Rogen, check out Airbnb.com, I guess. And that's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. It's Jeff Hopper. Capital Hoops Classic is back. University of Ottawa GG's Carlton Ravens men's and women's basketball teams go head to head. They face off at the arena at TD Place this Friday. So don't miss the chance to see two of the top teams in Canada go head to head. This is premium basketball and you could be there for a very low price, Ticketmaster.ca. By the way, the women tip off at 6 p.m., then the men's game starts at 8 p.m. A Friday night with stuff to do and a great university rivalry. 
Ticketmaster.ca for the Capital Hoops Classic. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. We want to send you to the Juno Awards. iHeartRadio gets you closer to the stars than anyone else. And we want you to be at the 2023 Juno Awards to celebrate your favorite Canadian artists. The Juno Awards this year are in Edmonton, Alberta. So you and a friend could be among the stars with performances by Canadian Music Hall of Fame inductees Nickelback, Tennille Towns, and so much more. All you have to do is answer our Juno's trivia question online, purecountry94.ca, for your chance to win a trip for two to the 2023 Juno Awards. This is fun because you get to answer a trivia question, and you get to stop by each day for a new question and a chance to win. All right. So good luck with that. Purecountry94.ca could get you to the Juno's. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Hey, it's Jeff Hopper. Sophie off today. Hopefully back tomorrow. Hope she's feeling better. But if not, we got you covered with a Therapy Thursday. Looking forward to that. Today was a Would You Rather Wednesday. Would you rather have a bad haircut for a year or have your kids dress you for an entire year? Uh, Looks like a lot of people, uh, it was really close, but it looks like a lot of people went with letting their kids dress them. (laughs) Because you can come up with an excuse or... Whatever. We'll see. Um, Pretty funny stuff. So thanks for joining in on that one. Um, We talked about the fact that L. King outed Chris Young inadvertently, saying that uh, her album title, Come Get Your Wife, was because that's what he said to her fiancé when she was battling him on a TV show. And he was really mad. She said he's a famous a-hole. She didn't name him, but sources after the fact said we were all there. It's him. It's Chris Young. So, whoa, L. King into the drama. So we learned that today as well. <laughs> Looking forward to tomorrow, Therapy Thursday. You can always enter yours if you have a conundrum or an issue you need help with. Go to purecountry94.ca. Hang on. We have Shannon Ella for you next. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.